I just can't believe the conversation I just had. Um, it really did bring back some memories and some frustrations and thoughts of the reasons that I do the things that I do. And it dawned on me that it's not just about having limiting beliefs that we talked about last week, but it's also about self-sabotage and what we do to ourselves, why we do it, and some tips that we can use to overcome it. So if that's something that you want to hear more about, then stick around because after this little intro, that's what we're going to be talking about today, self-sabotage and some tips to use personal branding to overcome it. Welcome to the CEO Mindset Podcast. Whether you're the CEO of your life, your profession, or your business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and this podcast is the number one place to get tips and techniques for working smarter, not harder, using personal branding and authenticity. Now, hit the subscribe button, be prepared to leave a comment or review, and let's get started with today's topic. But I literally had this conversation prior to recording this podcast with someone, and it brought back you know, some of the feelings and some of the insecurities that I had prior to my little epiphany moment. And it dawned on me that, you know, there are other people who are struggling with um, self-sabotage and their reasonings behind the self-sabotage is because um, of some things and some relationships from their past. And that is one of the reasons that I had my own epiphany moment and the journey I took to get to this entire thing that I'm now talking about on the podcast, personal branding, how to leverage it across various platforms and for various things. But the conversation really did highlight the fact that there are people out there who are not achieving their goals because of not only limiting beliefs, but of self-sabotage. And so really quickly, like the definition of self-sabotage is when you create problems in your daily life and those problems interfere with your long-standing goals. And that could be a plethora of things. I mean, it could be procrastination. It could be addiction. It could be um, just all kinds of things that are holding you back from achieving your goals. And we want to talk about those today on the podcast because it's important for us to recognize them and really do some things about them. And in this 2021 season, we're talking about the CEO mindset and what that means. And we are consistently evolving and being open to failure. And so with that, I want to look at some of the things that would maybe pop out at you as what self-sabotaging actually is looking like in your life. So I'm going to run through this list. I got this information from an article. I was doing some research on what I wanted to talk about and how I wanted to relate it to the the podcast last week. Um, And we talked about limiting beliefs last week and overcoming fear and really stepping up to the plate. And I had an amazing couple on um, Jennifer and Rodney Milton. They talked about their journey to their project of creating music and an album and just amazing awesomeness. Um, but this is the other side of that. Like what happens when we are sabotaging ourselves and this could look like, this is what it could look like in your life. You blame others when things go wrong. You choose to walk away when things don't go smoothly for you. Procrastination. We mentioned that one earlier. 
picking fights with friends or partners. Maybe you have trouble stating your needs or maybe you're putting yourself down. Now I can um, relate to the putting yourself down. One of the things that I said I was going to work on this year was like saying negative things to myself and not like that I'm talking down to myself horribly and treating myself poorly. But, you know, you just say things like, oh, Andrea, oh my gosh, that was dumb or things like that. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. But I I just decided in 2021 that I want to minimize that. I want to just really try and eliminate that from the, the things that are happening in my mind, as well as the words that are coming out of my mouth. And to me, that could be self-sabotaging if you allow it to penetrate your mind and your thinking and, you know, your actions. It can be pretty detrimental to your goals and the plans for you to achieve your goals. Um, so if you are struggling with any of these things, you know, leveraging your personal brand is going to help you to overcome these challenges. And, you know, if you've been here for any length of time, you know that I'm always talking about you have to live your value, love yourself enough to be yourself so that you can lead with intention and purpose. And that living your value, um, that is important because in order to live your value, you got to know what it is. And the process that you go through to know yourself and understand your value and appreciate your value and be able to love yourself enough to be yourself is it's an extensive one, but it's one where you can kind of nip some of this self-sabotaging in the bud because a lot of that comes from the baggage that people are giving you from the various relationships from your childhood, maybe interactions and relationships of your present. And um, it's important for you to really learn the value that you're bringing to the table, understand what your passion is and the journey you want it to take to its purpose. And when you're doing that, that the whole concept of living your value, it really will help you to minimize any self-sabotage or at least recognize it. And you, you'll know that that's one of the steps coming up here that I'm going to talk about. But um, really, I talk about this. I say it all the time, you know, live your value, love yourself enough to be yourself so that you can lead with intention and purpose. And so things like you won't blame other people when things go wrong because the things that are going to go wrong, if you have set yourself up for success using your value, you know, if it goes wrong on the one hand, it could be because it just, it just wasn't meant to be. And you'll be able to recognize that a little easier. Um, But chances are, if you know your value and you're walking in your value, you are going to approach the circumstances with your best. You're going to bring your best. And then maybe your attitude or your mindset around that, that CEO mindset we talk about, you will know that done is better than perfect. So you're not looking for perfection. So some of those failures might be okay. Also, because we are always open to failure here on the podcast with our CEO mindset, you know, if there is a failure, then maybe it's the failure you needed to get you to that next level. So you're failing fast. That's awesome. So the point I'm making with this is understanding or living your value is really important to minimize or mitigate some of these challenges that you might be facing um, with respect to self-sabotage. So what causes it, you might ask? Well, according to this article, things like patterns learned in your childhood or past relationship dynamics or fear of failure. And here's a big one. You don't even think of it as what could be self-sabotaging you, but a need to control. Can you imagine? Um, I read these to my husband and it was so funny because like he was like, oh, mm, 
because uh, we were both thinking of people who struggle in these areas. Obviously, I said, to, I, you know, I'm going to throw myself under the bus because I was like, yeah, I think if there were a picture of this in the dictionary, you might get a quarter of my face. Like there, there are some things here that hit home for me as well. Um, but the idea of um, those, like when you learn, you live your value, you've done the work to identify your baggage. So those patterns that you learned in childhood or those past relationship dynamics, those sort of, you can look at that as baggage and you can give back whatever limiting beliefs or negative tapes are playing because of those, um, scenarios. You can give those back to those people. So, like leveraging your personal brand to overcome self-sabotage is really about being open and understanding your own value, what it is, and being open to failure, but consistently evolving through whatever things are going on in your life and knowing how to um, uh, look at a situation objectively and know where those things are coming from, those triggers, those challenges. So, really that covers um, what self-sabotage looks like. And we talked about some of the things that cause it. Um, And that all came from this article and the article um, will be linked below. It's called, let me see. um, I think it's like called self-sabotage and, you know, how to overcome it. Um, So it goes to, it starts off by defining what self-sabotage is. And it talks about, like I said, what it looks like and what some of the causes are. But um, again, you guys know that I've had my own epiphany moment and I have gone through sort of a journey um, and that's where I got the practices and the coaching um, principles that I use when I'm coaching with people because it was an epiphany moment that I went through. I came out on the other side and what I've learned um recently, honestly, is um, not only does the practice that I share with you inside my coaching and inside my courses and my boot camps and my, you know, my BU boss squad, not only does it help you um, build and strengthen what you already have, but it also helps you find clarity and understanding and discernment to determine whether or not you need to abandon what you're doing and pivot and go in a different direction because you've been concentrating on things that aren't um, helping you to achieve your overall goal. So there are two sides to how leveraging your personal brand can help you in your business, in your life, and in your profession. But these are some tips I came up with. Let's let's count these. Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six tips that um, will help you with creating circumstances for optimal success so that you can overcome self-sabotage. And that's what I want to share with you. This is the gems that I'm going to share with you today that did not come from the article. And I'm going to share all six of them with you. I may not go into detail on all of them. I might save a couple Um, to talk about over on my YouTube channel. So guys, if you've not joined me over on YouTube, I really am trying to build that up in 2021. So I will definitely put the link below in the show notes so that you can also go over to YouTube and subscribe. Guys, I am four people away from having 100 people subscribe on my YouTube channel um, so that I can get my custom URL. You know, little goals, you know, you bite that elephant, you eat that elephant one bite at a time. So, um, 
be sure that you go over after you listen to the podcast, click on the show notes over from my YouTube channel and subscribe. I know you guys are going to do it. Remember, we talked about this at the first, the very first episode of this season. And I told you that I was all about that engagement this, um, this season. So I want you to answer my question of the day, which will also be linked below. And I'll tell you what it is a little bit later. Haven't figured it out yet. So we'll get there. Um, But make sure you answer that in the comments. Make sure you are um, leaving a review of this podcast, but also make sure you are following me on social media, Instagram and Pinterest and YouTube. Make sure you are checking me out. And if you want just some free tips, tricks, and a community to join my Um, BTB Boss Talk Facebook group is also available for everybody to join females. I'm sorry, guys, but you have access to everything else. Um, So let's get to these steps, these 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 six steps that we're going to talk about um, where you can create circumstances for optimal success that will help you minimize and overcome self-sabotage. And step number one is recognition. We all know it, right? Like that's the first step of anything that we're trying to change, right? If you want to change a behavior, you always have to know what that behavior is that needs changing. So you got to look it straight in the face and say, okay, this is not working. This is the thing that I need to change. I recognize that it is um, a, a, a problem in my life, in my relationships, in my business, in my profession, whatever the case may be, recognize it. So that's step number one. You cannot, I can't tell you how many times that I've worked with a client and here's the thing when COVID hit, I'll tell you this, how this is a great example. When COVID hit, there were tons of people who concentrated their marketing efforts on networking in person. And you know, you might be one of those people and you like your thing was you went to networking events, you were part of the chamber, you, um, We're paying tons of money for other, you know, networking experiences and going to events and things of that nature. But when COVID hit, it shut all that down, right? Prior to COVID, I was telling people, listen, you really need to get active on uh, social media. You need to really need to build a digital presence for your business, blah, blah, blah. And my husband was like, honey, no one's really paying attention. They don't understand like the app, the personal branding is such an abstract thought. You know, people are just all about how can I make my next dollar? How can I increase my sales? And I was saying, yeah, but they need to know how to leverage themselves to do that because people want to do business with those they know, like, and trust. You've heard that, right? You remember that. And so they didn't recognize that not being a part of the digital space was going to be an issue for them or, you know, was an issue for them or was um, preventing them from being as successful as they wanted to be. But it took COVID. And when that hit, a big light bulb went off for a lot of people that they had missed a huge piece of the pie. And unfortunately, some businesses folded because they could not sustain the client base they had. They couldn't they couldn't find new clients because they didn't have that available to them, that in-person networking. So again, recognition that there is a problem, that there is a hole or there is a gap or there is an opportunity for change is the very first step in order to achieve that change. Okay. And then step number two is identify your triggers. My 17 year old says this all the time, mom, that is triggering me. Like this is too much noise. It's too much going on. It's just triggering me. I just like, I can't think I can't function. And that's what that means. So 
if you are self-sabotaging, what's causing it? Like identify it in the moment. Um, I don't know if you've been to an allergist, but if you find like you've got, you know, you've got hives or something and you have no idea where these hives came from. Like you've never had hives before, but for whatever reason you are itching like crazy and you can't figure out where it's coming from. If you go to an allergist, they're going to tell you to strip away, like go to a sensitive skin soap, strip away all the lotions and potions and perfumes and ointments and oils, strip away everything and see if the hives go away. And when they do, what they'll tell you is to slowly, one at a time, every two weeks, add back in one element of what you have been doing until you start itching again. And then you'll recognize, you'll know what triggered the hives. Okay. So what I'm saying here in step number two is in order to minimize self-sabotage, you need to identify what is triggering that behavior in you. Is it a conversation with someone who intimidates you? Is it an action from someone that you feel inferior um, of to from? I don't know what even goes next after that. Um, is it um, the fact that you didn't succeed at something and you are triggered because you know you didn't do your best? identify the trigger. That's the second step. The third step is to be open to failure. I talked about this earlier, guys, but listen, failure is just a part of being an entrepreneur. If you have not failed, there is no way you are going to reach the potential, right? Because if you remember from last week's podcast, failure is just your first attempt at learning. God, I love that. Like, let's just pause there for that a minute because Jennifer, girl, you hit that thing. I loved that. Failure is just the first attempt at learning. So we have to be open to it because it opens our mind. It helps our minds grow. Jennifer said that also last week. She said that too. It helps us to build on and grow and exceed and excel when we fail because we know that that thing doesn't work and it forces us to try something different and find the thing that does work. So if we're open to it, we recognize that it's going to happen, then that means we don't have to be afraid of it and we can plan for it. And it helps us to manage our expectations and not only manage the expectations, right? Because you know, like you, you perform something, you realize something is happening. It has the potential to fail. It has the potential to not work, right? So what's your plan? What are you going to do if it fails? How are you going to overcome the failure? How are you going to pivot and do something different? Have a plan for that so that when it happens, you know, it's okay. You have a plan for it. You can just, you know, work that plan, overcome that failure, fail fast. That's important too. And then move on to that thing that's going to help you with the success. Okay. Step number four is a really, really important one. I rely on this one heavily and it's accountability, right? When I feel like I am going, like I'm going through something and like nothing I'm trying is working. I have tried everything to, you know, attract a certain group of people or what is going on is not like really um, 
I'm not getting any traction with it. I can get down on myself and say, you know, wow, nobody really wants what I have. That sucks. You know, and I like the fact that I have friends in my circle who are also entrepreneurs and they will like smack me right. Like just like, no girl, you can have your pity party for five more minutes. But then after that, let's get back on that horse and let's figure out. Let's, let's, let's overcome this thing, but we're not going to sit here and talk about how, you know, you're not smart enough. It's not working because you don't know enough. You know, mm-mm-mm, that's not it. Um, I love this one. And, and I think it's important for all of us to have this. So accountability is step number four. In order for you to minimize or overcome your self-sabotage using your personal branding and, um, and your circumstances for optimal success, because their crisis is coming. The struggle is real and it does not pass anybody by. We all have it. The question is how we're going to deal with it and why on earth would we try to deal with it alone, right? Find your posse and get the help you need, the accountability you need so that you can dust yourself off and get back up on the horse and just keep going. Now, step number five is one that is so very important. We've got to forgive ourselves, but step number five is to create a grace plan. That's right, D-R-A-C-E, create a grace plan. When a perceived failure happens, it's so important to have contingencies that will soothe and comfort, okay? When I mess up, I have to own it. Like, oh man, that was a, that was a zinger. I really did mess that up. But being able to look at it objectively and say, you know what? It was a slip up. I didn't mean to. It wasn't intentional. If there are apologies to be made, make the apologies. If there are corrections to be made, make the corrections. Um, if, if there's a conversation that needs to be held, hold the conversation. But then give yourself the grace. And what does that look like to you? How can you soothe and comfort yourself in a way? that helps you overcome that so that you're not self-sabotaging. This again goes back to what do you need? You know, when you live your value, what are your likes, dislikes, and non-negotiables? How are you setting the structure around yourself so that you can always bring yourself back to center? We talk about that here on the podcast a lot. Um, If you've not been here for a while or if you've forgotten, that is so very important. So step number five is to create a grace plan. And the last step is create a maintenance plan. Step number six, I've said it already, dust yourself off and try again. But the key here with the maintenance plan is consistency, consistent consistency with a CEO mindset and using your personal branding to overcome the self-sabotage that happens in our lives. We all do it. We have to consistently evolve. We have to consistently do the things and those things change over time as we get older, as our circumstances change, as our business pivots, as we scale, things change. So what worked for us at one point may not work for us again. So we have to consistently evolve. But the key is to maintain what we've been doing between steps one through five. 
We've got to recognize it every time it happens, identify what that trigger was that made it happen. We need to understand that maybe failure is involved. We need to talk to someone if there is a crisis so that we have some accountability and our pity party only lasts for a few minutes. And then we need to give ourselves some grace. Maintain consistency. That's what we want to do over and over again so that we can use our circumstances for optimal success to overcome self-sabotage. And that is how we leverage our personal brand to, to stop the self sab the self-sabotage guys. Okay. That does it. I think that's it. I think I've, I've laid a lot on you. I think it's going to be fantastic for you to kind of chew on that for a little while, but I also want you to know that there are tons and tons of things on my website, blog posts, other podcasts that could help you out. So make sure you visit me at andreapatrick.com. You can click on blog, you can click on podcast. And again, don't forget, I need you to go to YouTube and subscribe to my channel so we can build that up. Um, and just kind of look for some more um, insight into these uh, six tips over over there and i'll try to give you a little bit more insight into that it's coming soon maybe not today it'll be out at some point but just keep looking back if you subscribe and you hit that bell guess what it'll notify you when i do put that video out so i'm so excited that you were here today i really appreciate it make sure that you click the subscribe button here on the podcast and leave a re leave a review now my question my ceo question CEO mindset question of the podcast is this, how can you leverage your personal brand to minimize your own self-sabotage? Share in the comments below, give us all some tips and techniques that you've used to minimize self-sabotage in your own life, in your own profession, or in your own business. I look forward to reading those comments. Don't forget, guys, we're engaging in 2021. So don't let me down. Leave a comment, subscribe, and leave a review. All right, guys, next week, go out and be the CEO I know you can be. Remember, whether you're the CEO of your life, profession, or business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. Now let's connect outside of this podcast. Join me in the show notes where you'll find all of my social media profile information. Be sure to follow, like, and comment and engage with me outside of this podcast. I look forward to you being with me again next week. Go out there and get your CEO mindset on.